Support for this podcast comes from Chemistry Labs. The Chemistry Group is an award-winning organisation that specialises in measuring potential and predicting performance in human beings. They do this for some of the largest organisations in the world, helping them deliver their business strategy and dramatically shift business performance. To ensure they continually bring innovation to their clients, Chemistry have recently formed their own lab, which will focus on exploring new ways to measure potential and predict performance through data science. For more information, please visit www.thechemistrygroup.com. That's www.thechemistrygroup.com. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 70 of the Recruiting Future podcast. In last week's episode, I featured interviews with nine people who were searching for innovation at the HR Tech Conference. This week, I wanted to continue the same theme, but focus more on trends in recruiting. My guest this week is Andy McIlvain. Andy is conference chair for both the Talent Acquisition Technology Conference and the Recruiting Trends Conference, both of which are organised by Human Resource Executive, the people who organised HR Tech in Chicago. They both take place in Austin, Texas this November. In the interview, Andy gives his perspective on recruiting trends as a journalist who covers this space. Hi, Andy, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Matt. Great to be here. So could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah, my name is Andrew McIlvain. I go by Andy, and I'm senior editor of Human Resource Executive Magazine and chair of the Recruiting Trends and the Talent Acquisition Technology Conferences. I've been covering HR and recruiting for just over 20 years. Fantastic. Um, Just in case um, there are people listening who are not sort of familiar with um, your company and its its fantastic events, could you give us a little bit of background into, uh, you know, what the company does, where the events are, who comes to them, that kind of thing? Well, sure. Um, Human Resource Executive Magazine is, of course, owned by LRP Incorporated. Uh, LRP also puts on a number of trade shows. Uh, probably the best, the best known by far in the HR space is the HR Technology Conference, which just concluded uh, last last week, the first week of October in Chicago. And um, we we also uh, are introducing uh, a brand new conference this year called Talent Acquisition Technology the Talent Acquisition Technology Conference, along with the Recruiting Trends Conference, which we purchased last year. And these two conferences will be held together in Austin, Texas, on November 14th through 16th at the Austin Hilton in Texas. Fantastic. Um, I actually came, just came back from HR Tech and it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was a, a wonderful event. Very, uh, um, you know, significantly, significantly large in terms of, uh, uh, you know, in terms of its scale. So 
really kind of interested in this conversation to get your thoughts around, I suppose, both around recruit recruiting trends and talent acquisition technology. What you know, what what's kind of on your radar in in two thousand and six in terms of recruiting trends? What what are the hot topics? What are you um, what are you seeing the most interest in and discussion around? I think it's, uh, for one thing, video, both in terms of video interviewing, which is continuing to evolve, and also the use of video to get the word out about a company's job openings and its culture in a meaningful way. Um, I've, I've talked to a number of people uh, about how you can do that, how, how, there, how there are certain ways that you can really uh, post content that will actually get potential candidates attention rather than just sort of being passed over because it's too generic or canned um at the conference i was listening to Catherine minshew of the muse uh she was explaining how companies like dropbox post video interviews of employees to get them actually talking about the specific things they like about their jobs such as opportunities to work on a cool new program or unique project they're working on um rather than just posting you know feel good testimonials groups of people saying oh we strive for excellence here that comes off as really boring and not genuine um another trend of course is getting employees to share information about job openings in your company's culture via social media um, and how uh, applicant tracking systems can um, help them uh, help them use help them access their uh, networks and post jobs to those networks. Um, a lot of focus on candidate relationship management, uh, really focusing on the candidate experience. Um, as you know, Matt, uh, when when people have a lousy experience interviewing for a job or applying for a job at a company, it's so much easier these days to share that lousy experience with so many people on venues like Glassdoor, Indeed, um, their social networks, and research shows that it doesn't just just hurt your employer brand, it hurts your overall brand. And it goes beyond just getting, not getting a response after you submit your application, but, you know, just, just the bad interview experience itself, unprepared interviewers uh, being sent to the wrong location and so on. There's also, I've also seen some, you know, Matt, you probably heard about how we're in the midst of a talent shortage, but I'm seeing some healthy skepticism about that and that the issue may be that companies just aren't looking in the right places or are using the wrong sort of specifications, that they may be overlooking people who've applied to jobs before, um, people who may already be in the organization, um, or people who may not have uh, the degree from the right college or university or who may not have worked at a Google or a Twitter, but still have really great uh, coding experience. And um, I think there's 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 some focus on new ways to uh, find these people. On that topic, the thing that really struck me at last week's HR tech conference um, was the sheer amount of recruitment marketing platforms that there were that, that were kind of in attendance, and the um, the real focus on marketing to um, you know talent pools that you already have, trying to find those um, amazing candidates in the ATS or persuade people who've shown an interest in the company but aren't ready to apply um, to really kind of nurture them through that process and I saw a lot of um, um, a lot of technology that um, supported that um, at, at the show um, is, is that your kind of experience as well do you think that's uh, um, a, a particular area that 
people are sort of focusing tech on at the moment? I do. I, th- I think it's I think starting to grab people's attention because rather than going after the same old people and just engaging in bidding wars and and poaching people from here and there, um, I think it it's it, it it makes sense from a company perspective um, and from a candidate perspective to really take a hard look at how you know where you're looking for people, how you're sourcing for people, and whether you're just you you need to reevaluate uh, how how you're going to going after talent because there are lots of great people out there and no one's knocking on their door and it's just a shame it's a shame for everyone involved yeah absolutely 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 and i think you know it's interesting to to look to technology to sort of help solve that 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 problem um, I, I think i interrupted your your um your, your sort of sort of list of trends is there is there sort of anything else that um is, is kind of on, on your radar at the moment I think another interesting development we're seeing are the the rise of vendors such as there's there's a company called Textio, which uses which which can uh, look at your job descriptions and quote scrub them unquote of uh, implicit bias or keywords things that will turn off potentially turn off uh, women and minorities from applying to your company. And I, th- I think it's, it's just, you know, implicit bias, is, as you probably know, Matt, it's a big problem in, in society all over the world, really. And it, 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 it hurts. And, and just, just similar to overlooking really great people, it also hurts both candidates and companies. And so I'm really focused on, on you know, some, what are some new and interesting ways that companies and vendors are, are, uh, are finding to rid their, uh, their hiring processes of implicit bias. Not, not you know as, as well as their workplaces yeah absolutely i think that's uh that's a kind of a really big topic and there's you know we, we've had a couple of sort of shows in the past with with people talking about um how are they are facing up to that problem whether it's you know using a technology solution or um you know looking at the culture of the organization or training uh, hiring managers whatever whatever that might what that might be um what um so obviously they're the the, the sort of trends that um, the trends that you're seeing and for for all of those trends we know there are um, you know there are a number of um, uh, vendors offering products and services to sort of you know to, to help solve the problems and move things forward from a from a company perspective from a kind of corporate recruiting HR perspective um, who are the companies that that you are seeing who are doing some particularly interesting stuff in the in the areas that you that you talked about well, you know, the software company VMware, they, uh, they're working with a, a company called HackerRank, um, which has coding competitions to help companies find the talent and talented engineers who may not have gone to Stanford or Carnegie Mellon or MIT, but are nonetheless extremely talented. Um, many coders are, are self-taught. And these people could be great assets to your company. Um, and VMware found through working with HackerRank um, some really great people that they would have otherwise overlooked. And it was through these coding competitions in which these folks get to actually showcase what they can do. And they'll actually, if I can, if I can make a, uh, a, a, a subtle plug here for the Talent Acquisition Technology Conference, they'll, they will be presenting at our conference and explaining how they did it and the results they got. Fantastic. Uh, you know, that, that, that's, um, that sounds like a fantastic case study. 
Um, any other any other kind of organisations that you're that you're seeing do doing kind of interesting things? Employers, um, you know, adopting adopting some of these pro- approaches. You know, Matt, there there are so many. Um, if I could sort of, in fact, they 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 will be presenting at the talent acquisition technology um, conference. Um, for example, uh, Fidelity Investments uses video to help managers um it, they they coach managers on how to you know talking about a, about a position um in a video interview uh coach them to really you know be more engaging when talking about uh, a, a position within their units and um fidelity will be showcasing this at at, at the conference We'll also have a company called Opower um, talk about how they're recruiting, what their recruiting department learned from sales. Um, you know, as you as you probably know, recruitment marketing is is as you mentioned, recruitment marketing is a big topic, and so I th- I think that's that's really interesting as well. And getting just getting back to the whole candidate experience topic, um, we'll be partnering with the Talent Board, which presents the annual Candidate Experience Awards. They will be at our at the recruiting trends conference, um, and they will be uh, a number of their of the companies they've worked with, including American Airlines, AT and T, Capital One, will be talking about how they revamped their recruitment process and their candidate experience to make recruiting really an asset to their company brand, not a potential liability. Good stuff. Those guys do some great work. So um, <clears throat> I think it's always interesting to see, um, you know, some of the statistics and, and things that come out where people are sort of paying proper attention to candidate experience. So, you know, that's 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 great to hear. Um, just to sort of, I suppose, look maybe slightly further forward into the future. Um, in terms of uh, trends that are sort of emerging now um, that may be big over the next couple of years. One of the things I noticed at HR Tech last week and a number of people uh, commented on was um, the the kind of emergence of what people are, are calling sort of recruitment artificial intelligence um, AI. Now, there was some debate as to whether it was genuinely AI or whether it was, um, you know, something a bit more a bit more scripted. But it, it, it was very clear that this is going to be you know this this is an emerging trend and obviously it's an emerging trend you know in, in other industries as well um what what are you, what are you seeing in that space what what do you think might happen and and where do you think that might go well really matt i think i think um i think the best best response right now is only time will tell because right now it does seem that there's more talk than actual widespread adoption or cutting edge adoption of artificial intelligence and recruiting. I met with IBM Smarter Workforce and they are doing, you know, they're they're doing some, you know, it seems like they're doing some interesting things, but uh, they they really weren't willing to share a whole lot about clients that were using this to find candidates. Um, But I think we should really keep our eye uh, focused on them as well as other companies that are uh, sort of experimenting with this, because I do think that there's so much potential. Um, you know, we all saw uh, IBM Watson on Jeopardy, uh, just you know, kicking butt. And so I think there, there there's there's a lot of potential there, and it's one of those things that uh, we're definitely keeping our eyes on. What about um, analytics? Um, one of the um, you know one of the things I see a lot of talk about is um, how recruiting can have better analytics, predictive analytics, sort of use of use of use of data. Um, is is that is that another trend that you that you've seen sort of grow in the last couple of years? Oh, definitely, definitely. 
And I think I think one of the things to keep in mind also is the fact that there's sort of a, a, a careful balance um, that I think needs to be exercised in terms of the power of predictive analytics and its potential to actually undermine, uh, you know, people's privacy. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of scary how, for example, I mean, you may have heard the, the case study about how Target um, uses predictive analytics to find out <clears throat> that, that, a person, that a person is pregnant before she's even told anyone just through analyzing her buying patterns. And I think that's, that's, that's a, it, you know, it, it could emerge as a really interesting topic um, as, as the use of predictive analytics becomes more widespread because I know people are using it to find out, well, will this person be a really good match for our company culture? Um, how long will this person stay in this job? Um, will this person mesh well with the people who already work here? And it's really, it's really interesting, but it's a little unsettling at the same time. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, having seen, um, you know, some of the the people who are sort of playing in that space and seeing where they're getting their data from, you know, everything from analysing patterns of employees' emails to, um, you know, tracking their <laughs> tracking who they're phoning and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, I think I think you're right. I think uh, you know, privacy privacy um, and, and feeling uncomfortable about that. Um, are, are the kind of the um, you know where where the trade off is going to be in terms of um, the, the you know the business insight that data brings. So um, no, I agree. I think that's going to be um, I think that's going to be a fascinating um, you know a fascinating area to watch. Um, so final question. So in, in sort of putting these you know conferences to, together and, and sourcing the speakers and, and, and the topics and, and the things like that, what's the thing that's surprised you the most about what's happening in the market at the moment? What surprised me the most, I just it's it's the sheer number of vendors in this space, Matt, and the sheer the huge amount of venture capital money that's being poured into this space. It, it's it's really I mean if you saw our you know if you saw you of course you saw the expo floor at this year's HR Tech Conference, um, more than five hundred vendors spread out across the McCormick Center. Um, of course, not all of them are going to make it, but at the same time, it's so exciting that there's so much rapid innovation going on, um, and whether it's been brought about by by the rise of, of mobile, social, what have you, there's just so much going on. It's really it kind of makes it hard to choose from when you're putting together a conference. Who do I include and who do I not include? It's really tough, and we make our final decision based on. You know, can you do you have a great client story to tell? Have you do you have a client whom you've really helped and has serious results to show um, for the work you did? And that's kind of the, the the parameter we use when putting together these conferences. But it's it's just it's just this huge gigantic ecosystem, I guess you'd call it, that's really stands out for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the, the 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 sheer amount of you know, I saw some graphs um, just illustrating the amount of um, uh, VC money that's going into the the HR tech space and into sort of talent acquisition technology in particular, and it is you know absolutely astounding. So um, yeah, no, I completely I completely kind of agree with you. So um, finally, could you just sort of um, uh, remind everyone um, how, how or, or tell everyone even how they can um, find out more details about the conferences? Sure. Um, for the Talent Acquisition Technology Conference, um, go to www.talenttechconf.com. Um, you can 
see the entire program and you can register for Recruiting Trends. Go to recruitingtrendsconf.com and learn about the program there. We'll also be having the, the talent board will be having its uh, uh, candidate experience awards banquet um, on the uh, second night of the conference and attendees at both conferences can can attend that banquet for a discount so we think we've got a really great program um we've got a ton of sessions we've got great keynote presenters and we're really excited about it andy thank you very much for talking to me my thanks to andy McIlvain. you can subscribe to this podcast in itunes stitcher or via your podcasting app of choice just search for recruiting future you can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.